Welcome back to Season 3 of Pigeonal Hockey. This is Chris and today's co-host, Steve. Hey, how's it going, hockey fans? And you know us, we're just a couple goalies that have taken one too many pucks at head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. And eventually, Sam Maluth may be joining us on this episode. We shall see. But the, that said, how's life, Steve? Um, busy with my kiddos' soccer. We just finished all tryouts. Um, my older daughter's team working on selling the final roster and actually taking on the role as team manager this year. So um, already have a stressful, busy life. So why not pile onto it? And then in between watching playoff hockey. Yeah, I mean, the, the playoffs have been wild, man. They have been absolutely wild. So yeah. the Mark Stone thing was not justification to go over and two, two hand dry settle. Anything else happening to Petrangelo? No, you know. Petrangelo, if you really wanted, drop the gloves, put them in the corner, drop the gloves, do that. But what you did was Bush League. Bush League. Anyway, feeling better? <laughs> Stop shoving people on your goalies, you morons. Now I feel even better. Woo! Sam, welcome. <laughs> it's like therapy, right? Except it's free. <laughs> I've been holding on to this for like a week and a half. Like as soon as it happened last week, if you guys are seeing the Twitter thing, I'm like, there's another idiot, another goalie injured because some genius shoves a player on top. I was like, oh, God. If I was a coach and that happened, dude, I'd just say to the guy, don't even bother dressing. Don't even bother showing up. Just stay home for the next couple of weeks. Just stay home. And I'd look at everybody else in the room. Horse collar them. I don't care. I have your back on that suspension, Right. Just don't like I, and I'd be fine with the hook. Right. Like if you really need to do it. But hey, Chris, you you know, you play goal a little bit. Wouldn't you like Thanks. it if your player just trusted you to make the save? Yeah. No, um, I would add more trust. <laughs> you know? Just do it. Do your job as a defender and don't make those mistakes. And we'll love you a lot more. And yes, please stop. Uh, stop, you know, sending players on top of us. We hate that. And that's happened a lot. A lot. This playoffs. It's been ridiculous and uh yeah anyway you boys want to talk about some uh signings in the usphl west yeah absolutely let's go for this so 11 current teams in the usphl premier western signings and then we're going to do that before we move into the six teams in the ncdc west teams correct yeah all right beautiful so starting in the usphl west aka the northwest and pacific divisions are there any teams that haven't made a public signing yet? Uh, yeah, two. Um, San Diego and Ontario have not made. Uh, if, if you guys have signed them, you know, put it out there. We'll, we'll talk about them. But uh, I don't see anybody yet with the San Diego Sabres or the Ontario Junior Reigns. So that's that's where we stand with those teams. All right, sir. So let's let's start talking about the list or to the listeners about the signings. You want to go with yep. the Las Vegas T-Birds first? Yeah, we'll start with the T-Birds. So we're kind of going to talk about the teams that have the least amount to the teams that have the most amount. And uh, the Las Vegas T-Birds and listeners, we have to go back and forth. I created this great little tracker that's also going to be part of our um, our fantasy league thing this year. And I'm just trying to tracking every team's signings on the tracker. But the Vegas T-Birds have re-signed goaltender Joshua Griffith. Uh, the 2003 for Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, he had a handful of games this year. I think nine, if I'm not incorrect. I have to click on his things. But I think he went 9-0 and 0 
with the Las Vegas T-Birds this year. And uh, very excited to see him back between the pipes for Las Vegas as he's their first official signing that I can see for the 23-24 season. So welcome back, Griffith. Very cool. And then going on to the Casper Roughnecks. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a new team in the uh, USPHO <laughs> West, and it's the Casper Roughnecks. Um, so the Rock Springs prospectors uh, have kind of transitioned into Casper as the city of Rock Springs has been awarded an NCDC team, the Rock Springs Grizzlies, in the, uh, I don't know what else to call it, but the demise of the Northern Colorado Eagles due to the NHL's Colorado Grit moving into Greeley, Colorado. Lot to unpack there, but anyways, that's how we end up with the Casper Roughnecks. I'll say this, I'm very excited to see them um, in a new city this year. Uh, I would be a lot more excited if they would have not rough ridered this. Um, and any of you <laughs> CFL fans should know what I mean. Nine teams in the CFL at one point, two of them had the Rough Riders name. And here we are, there's 18, no, oh, should we take that down now? Because there's only 11 teams in the USPHL Premier Western side, and there's 11 teams, and now two of them are called the Roughnecks. A lot, there was a lot of choices. There was a ton of choices. There's no shortage of amazing names out there. Why do we go with another Roughnecks? I want to see them play each other now, and I really just want the broadcasters to send the point home and just go Roughnecks goal, Roughnecks everything. Like, don't say Casper. Don't say Bakersfield. Just I, say Roughnecks. Uh, I don't want to uh, make you look bad, Chris, but uh, I believe they're in the Northwest Division. Are they not? Well, they are, but they're the teams in the – there's two teams in the West. There's 11 teams that we follow on the West Coast, and we have two Roughnecks. Like, there's no shortage of team names out there. Why have, like oh, – I don't know. I, well, so, I so here's what, here's, two here's my running joke. I actually have one with my boss, right? So even with the NBA teams, right? How many lakes are in Los Angeles? <laughs> so when the team moved, you really stayed with the Lakers? Really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Utah, Chris, you live there. They're they're known for their jazz. It's quite the jazzy state. Uh, it's, yeah. You know, when anybody thinks of jazz, they're like, ah, Utah. Utah, yeah. the home of jazz. Smooth Mormon jazz. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm all about the crea- creativity. Because in Casper, uh, I got to agree with Seabass on this one. Oh, my goodness. You could have been the friendly ghost. You could have been the savage ghosts. You could have been a bazillion things. Didn't even have to go down the ghost route of stuff, right? They could have been the ghost busters. Um, oh, all would oh, have been wow. funny, hilarious, but nice. they, they have a bazillion names to pick from. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'll they, just say I'm disappointed by the Roughnecks name, but I'm excited to see. I think they're red, white, and blue. I think, uh, you know, it's going to be great to see a team in Casper. I think it's the ownership group that kind of transferred from Rock Springs over there to Casper. So I'll still take my shots. But, but yeah, I'm really actually going to have fun with this all uh, all Rough Rider season long. So, uh, But they have actually re-signed a player, and that is uh, left-handed forward or left-shot forward Tyler Rayner from Colorado Springs, Colorado to 2003. Uh, he was with the the prospectors last year and will be back with the Roughnecks this year. So very excited to see Rayner score. He had a beautiful goal this year that I believe we featured. So uh, welcome back, Tyler Rayner. All right, cool. So now uh, let's talk about Caden Large. Where's he headed to? 
Uh, Caden Large is actually heading to the Bellingham Blazers. He is their solo signing so far this season. He's a 2004 out of Victoria, British Columbia. And, uh, you know, he is coming back because uh, he is a re-signing from last season. And last season he actually did play 21 games, accumulating five points. But he had also started the, the season with the Sonic Predators uh, of the VIJHL. So welcome back, Caden. You know, what's interesting is we've seen attendee and a couple of defenders so far as signing. So just interesting to see. It's not meaning anything, but just looking at it going, ah, interesting. I always love attendee signing right away. Lock up that yeah. goal. Lock up that goal. Lock up the goalies. Lock them up now. I was just going to quickly talk about, um, like, I know that it's it's cheap and, you know, you don't get to pick your last name. But I will say that Caden Large is a big kid. Like, his last name <laughs> is very big. Uh, he was certainly a problem for us up in up in Medford, and um, yeah, he's just he's like he was able to just use his body all the time, obviously. But he had a a great shot um, from the defensive side, and I think he scored. I want to say he scored at least a goal against us. So it's a, it's a good signing to have a guy like that back on your blue line for uh, for Bellingham for sure. Hundred percent. What team we got up next? We got, looks like Vernal we're talking about. Yep. All right. Yeah, Vernal's up next. So you want to talk about who they've signed? It looks like we got from Vernal. They've got a couple signings, one of which is a goalie. Uh, is the L, does that mean lefty catcher, I'm guessing? Yep. Uh, okay, lefty catcher out of St. Louis, Missouri. We got Wyatt Gottschall. I might yep. have missed that name. And we got a forward out of Vernal, Utah. Perfect stays home uh named kenny huber uh center from uh, an 04 for him and 05 for for wyatt so i don't remember if was kenny on the team last year or is this a new a new player uh kenny's a new addition he's uh he's a local vernal kid um but uh but yeah he's a a new addition for the oilers this year where where wyatt is coming back uh, he was traded midseason last year from Provo to Vernal, um, so he did get some time in with Vernal last year, and uh, uh, he's he's been picked back up, and I think that's a great signing because uh, he's had a couple beautiful saves last year that we featured, and a few yet to be featured. Um, because uh, yeah, he he, I think he definitely uh, is going to deserve some more ice time this year, and uh, excited to see him back. Yeah, I'm sure there's a good goalie competition going for, for that franchise, but. Uh... Yeah, if 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 his saves haven't been featured yet, I'm pretty sure we're in the top 50 now, right? So, yeah, that's pretty dang good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he uh, his his saves will be split between. I don't know if I have any of his saves from Verno, but he will definitely have a few from when he was with Provo. So those will be on the mountainside, and I think on the mountainside we're in the top 55. So. Yeah, uh, I have a – I know it sounds random uh, when people see the Instagram post, but they were actually planned out months ago, and there's an actual logical sequence to how they drop, uh, at least for me. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm weird like that. But, yeah, anyway, um, let's move on to the next team. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just saying the five at a time definitely works, and um, I don't even know how high it started, but but it's been it's definitely been fun to see each of the three divisions – uh, featured in like saves and goals, you know, kind of simultaneously. So um, yeah. I've definitely been enjoying them when I get to see them. Yeah, and it's it's it was fun to like follow them all year, and 
Um, I'm, I'm excited to track it all this year. Uh, probably going to reduce how many saves and stuff get featured. But again, anybody listening, feel free, especially if you're a goalie out there. I'll be able to catch all the goals from the West this year. I mean, that's easy. There's timestamps. But if you're a goalie that's listening to this and you know you're going to be playing in the USPHO West this year, literally, if you have a great save or two or if you're a forward listening to this and you see your goalie make a great save or you're whatever, a play-by-play uh, so that's calling you out there, um, I'm Sam. Uh, if you see a great save by one of your Rogue Valley guys or by one of the opponent goalies, if you don't let me know, I might not see it this year. Life's going to get really busy this year. So um, I probably won't be able to invest as much time as I did in the previous years of, of that much hockey. So goalies are really going to need to um, – at the at the best case scenario, just send me timestamps of like, hey – Hockey TV video time 10126. I make an amazing save. It's like, okay, cool. I'll check it out. I'll clip it. I'll feature it. Um, yeah, because I had what? I think in total five, six hundred saves this year between multiple leagues. So um, I'm going to reduce the hell out of that. <laughs> it was a lot. But uh, but yeah, let's move on to Long Beach. Who wants to talk about the Long Beach Shredder signings? All right, I'll jump on this bad boy because I already got it queued up. We got a Tendi signed, and I'm going to butcher that last name, Ethan. So glad you're joining, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris finally has one where he's like, Steve's going to destroy this, and I'm yes. going to go with Ethan. Ethan, if we're, we're encouraging you to call in or, or send us a message, right? Uh, Sadhi- Sadhidian? I don't. I'm not even going near this. Sad. Sad. I, I, I don't know. Ethan. <laughs> this is sad. Yeah, it is sad and pathetic. Uh, yeah. I'm going with Sedagayan. Sedagayan. Sedagayan, maybe. Sedagayan. Uh, that's. Uh, thank you for bailing me out on that one. But I'm um, sorry, Ethan. Uh, it's not French, so. I'll, uh, and if it is, I, I sincerely apologize. But hey, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're signed. <laughs> Five ten one sixty five. Like the small tendies. Love the small tendies. Yeah, and then you got uh, a forward as well. I can do this one, Jonas Benjamin. Look at that. <laughs> hey, well done. <laughs> hey. Yeah, the well. forward uh, from uh, Buffalo Narrow, Saskatchewan. He's a 2003, and Ethan being a 2004. So that's where we're at with Long Beach. So the next team that made some signings is the Fresno Monsters. They also have a couple signings. Um, I guess I'll jump on the the monsters here by jumping over on our tracker, and uh, they've signed a couple right-handed defensemen or right-shot defensemen. So just just you know just go with that. Uh, we got Drew Brett, the 2003 out of Kingsburg, California, and Stephen Bungino, the uh, 2003 out of Czechia. Uh, they're both returners. They played with Fresno last year, um, so Fresno is uh, starting almost from the I would say from the back end. I, you start with the goalies and then you build. That's how I look at it. But uh, great, uh, actually. I know a bunch of the goalies aged out, so they they might get Ethan back this year um, unless Ethan gets uh, promoted up to tier two or something or chooses to go elsewhere. But um, but, yeah, welcome back, uh, both Brett and Blangino. Next up, we got the uh, the Lake Tahoe Lakers um, who have made three signings, two forwards and a goalie. Uh, I'll start from the back out. Uh, We got Emil Hellstrom, um, lefty catcher out of Sweden, 05. On the forward side, we got Rory Gunn out of New York City, uh, an 04 right winger. And uh, a, a name I didn't expect to see here, 
uh, Austin Tessier uh, out of Alberta, an 03 center. He was on Seattle, I think, the whole year last year. Um, the he totem. was. So I guess I, don't, I did not know he was he was considering a new team, but that's got to be a big signing for Lake Tahoe to improve um, improve their offense for sure. Yeah, I think that's a great signing by Lake Tahoe. I, if I'm not incorrect, I believe he was their first signing of the offseason. Uh, I remember Tessier. I don't know why I kept thinking he was a Pueblo Bowl. So sorry, Austin. Uh, but he he did split time uh, between the Utah Outliers and the Provo Predators. So I was familiar with him from the year before. And so when he ended up in Seattle, I'm like, oh, Tessier went off to Seattle. So now he's in Lake Tahoe. So, you know, you got to find the right fit. And, uh, you know, he's a skilled forward, skilled centerman. Um I think he'll fit in great with Lake Tahoe. You know, it's a it's a it's a front piece they can build around. Um, he, he's he's got the you know he's got the skills to I think build the rest of your forwards uh, around. So uh, I think that was a great first uh, great first signing there by Lake Tahoe. And now, um, Steve, do you want to kind of take on the East? I know there's a lot we got. Here's where the the signings for the final three teams out of the the Western Premier side. Um, get a lot more deeper. And so did you want to talk about the Seattle totem signings? Absolutely. And they're going right away. Two lefty goalies have been signed. Casey Johnson and also Daniel Kleoff, um, both out of Seattle, Washington. Um, way to go after the local boys. Going after that local talent. It's great. Um, then you have, oh, Joel, I apologize. Joel Lernzis, Lernzis, uh, out of Sonoma. <laughs> I, I should have reviewed the crap. Did, did you want, did you want to help him there, um, uh, Sam? As uh, you were probably a little bit more familiar with Lernzis. Yeah, I made I made sure to talk to the coach before the game uh, because I was like, <laughs> I don't know how. There's too many consonants there. Uh, it's <laughs> Lorenz, Joel Lorenzis. Uh, he was a very, very good defender uh, for for Seattle last year and Cleo, I want, I don't know if he was the starter, but I know that he played a few games against us and he, he had some good numbers as well. So they're making sure to bring back some of that talent that they had last year. Absolutely. Uh, but continue, continue, Steve. But you know, this team, you keep rocking and rolling with it. So I do not butcher this. Okay. <laughs> well, I only recognize a couple more of the names. Some of them are new players. It looks like, but, um, on the right wing side, we got Bryce Neal and Jonas Rattel, who uh, Neal was a very fast, very skilled forward. Uh, I think sometimes he even played on defense, possibly. But uh, Rattel, also another another talented forward that they're bringing back. Um, and then a couple of the new names. Looks like we got Jake Ferguson out of Tacoma, Washington, in 03. Uh, we got... Oh wait, actually he might have been on the team last year. I might be might be blanking on that, but uh Taylor Sloan, a center from Seattle, Washington as well. And then on the left wing, this is a name that I'm gonna get wrong. Uh we got Bakla <laughs> Sedivi. Sedivi. That's what I'm like, Sedivi, yeah. Yeah, that's why I threw you. That's why I threw you on here, bud. Because saw his name and I went, oh it's no. my turn to get something wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh we got He's out, he's from Chechia uh, in 06. So is that the newest? Chris, is that like the youngest level that can sign at this uh, for these no, teams? Uh, 07s and 
or I, I'd, I'd be stunned to see an 08, but an 07s and 07s can definitely uh, sign as an. I wouldn't be surprised to maybe see a couple 08s this year, but it's pretty much going to be 06 and 07s being the youngest. And yeah, both Fergie and Sloan were on the team last year. Um, Sedivi, Sedivi. I'm just going to go Vakala from Praha. <laughs> you know, he yeah. he was a uh, he he's definitely a new addition. Um, but uh, and where's where did he play last year, Vaklov? Um, looks like he was playing last year with the, I guess just a, a team right there in Czechia, and I'm not going to try to pronounce that one. It looks like Hockey Club Nashad U17. So uh, yeah, excited to see him added to the team. But uh, I think him and Johnson are new additions. Uh, everyone else is a re-signing. So. Well done, Seattle. Um, Bakersfield, I'll, I'll take I'll take this. I watch these boys all, all year, and a lot of my returners, and they have been busy. They basically got a full team. They really do. They might they're missing about a Ford, and uh, I'm sure in the next day or two, Bakersfield will drop that name. But uh, they stocked up. They've got six defensemen. They've got uh, what now is it? Uh, I have to do math, and I don't like math. Uh, Fourteen Fords and two goalies. So. They've been busy. So let's start with the goalies because they're, they're the best. Um, they're returning both Alex Herons and Connor Duminil. Uh, Connor Duminil being the 0-4. Oh, Connor, so, I am so going after you on my fantasy. Oh, so am I. Don't year. even start our, our <laughs> fantasy thing. The draft pick, I tell you what, I already know you are because I did the same thing with um, – uh, Brendan last year, we both wanted Barbeau, and when I ended, he ended up with, the, I ended up with the first pick, he ended up with the second. I knew I had to take him right out the gate. If I end up with the pick before you, I'm going after Doom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey Connor, uh, Connor, we still got to get you on here and you and your pops both. Um, yeah, just I we want can a even clause. Get David and Drake on. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, but, but I want the clause on there that you are signing up on Team Irwin going in next year. Got no, it. Good. There's no clause there. You can't. You can't pre-sign. <laughs> <laughs> you have to draft like the rest of us, Steve. Uh, and then also Alex Herons from Quebec. Uh, the 2005 will be also returning. Uh, already an amazing duo there. I'm expecting a lot more out of Bakersfield this year because they've really returned a lot of players. So we'll go out from the you know back end, and we got Emily Rodrigue uh, returning as well. Also from is it Chicoutmi, Quebec? Chicoutmi. 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 Yeah, Chicoutmi, yep. Quebec, the left defender. Uh, we'll just go down the left side here. We also got Drake Duminil from Peoria, Arizona, the 04. Isaac Allard, the left, uh, left again, they're all left, um, from somewhere in Quebec. Saint-Jean sur Richelieu. Sur Richelieu. What did you say that? Saint-Jean sur. <laughs> How do you say that, man? If I'm going to be okay, Quebec is one of the four places we're probably moving from here. And if I have to, I have to learn French then. Time yeah, Saint Jean sur Richelieu. But he's an 05 from Quebec. And then uh, Lodric Cloutier from, is it Terrebonne, Quebec? Yeah, yeah, Terrebonne. Yeah, another 05. Um, but can I, I have to mention one thing, though, you know, which would yeah. be awesome. Let's get Ginny on just at some point <laughs> so she can show us how beautiful her you know french accent is when she says these names uh because yeah she'll even make me look like a total hick well, that's <laughs> why we need seabass to... to come back on i know you called yeah. me seabass early in this episode and i appreciate it but <laughs> we got to get seabass back on here because um he, you know he's just the one like i'd pause the podcast I'm like how the hell do you say this place 
And he'd say it, and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to say Quebec. He's from Quebec. That's the same thing. That's what we all do anyway, right? Uh, where, where are they from? Yeah. Quebec. Oh, yeah, that, that Quebec. city, Quebec? No, 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 the, the yeah. province. What? Just, just Quebec. It's just a big Quebec. spot, you know. Uh, but also on the right side, they got Nathan Bicknell and uh, Tyler Moser in 05 and 06, both out of Bakersfield. And uh, excited to see a lot of these guys back. If I'm not incorrect, I think Cloutier is a new addition because I do not recognize Cloutier from last year. So, yeah, he was on the Dragons last year. Uh, Rodriguez, Duminel, I'm pretty confident Bicknell and Moser were both there last year. Allard, I want to say, is a new addition. Um, yes, he's a new addition because he was with the uh, Mount Academy Saints U18 up there in Canada as well. Yeah, a bunch of new additions there. Now, on the Fords, you've got uh, David Duminell returning, Charlie Shea, and K.J. Edwards. So they're all on the team last year, Charlie Shea being an 03 from Kearney, Nebraska, David Duminell being the other triplet in the Duminell trio here from Peoria, Arizona. He's an 04. And then uh, K.J. Edwards being from Washington. I'm just going to say Washington. How would you say that one? Pile up? Pile up? Pile up? Oh, pile up. Okay, it was kind of close. I've actually okay, placed, uh, I, for work, I've placed somebody there. So, uh, oh, did I've you? Been, okay. So yeah, I've, I've seen it, so I'm familiar <laughs> with that name. All right. Um, they're also returning Carson Lindstrom, a left winger from Anchorage, Alaska, who's in 04. Theo Fasher from somewhere in Quebec. He's in 04. And uh, Jaden Hope, a uh, right hand, a uh, right shot forward from Anchorage, Alaska. He's another 04. Also, they've got Vincent Drainville, a left-handed forward from Quebec. Mason Ellis, a forward from Alaska. He's an 04. Alex Huffnagel. Oh, he's back. Uh, right winger from Bakersfield. He's an 06. Nolan Rosebush, another Bakersfield-born uh, player from 2006. And Landon McCoy, back with the Bakersfield Roughnecks. He was an 05 from Bakersfield. I will say, looking at their list here, I swore that they re-signed I, I thought Benoit was already resigned. I, I might have somehow missed Benoit. Okay, because I thought if I'm if I'm wrong, Bakersfield reach out. I'm pretty confident Robin Benoit also got signed because Robin Benoit got drafted by and huge shout out. Not only did he get drafted by the tier two Provo Predators in their additional 21st round, but he got drafted 12th overall into the USHL by Green Bay. So big shout out because that's a big deal. He's a completely skilled and talented forward. We talk about him a lot this year. He's made a couple buttes uh, that I think have already both been featured on our uh, highlight reel this year. But Robin Benoit being drafted into the USHL is no small feat. You know, so congratulations to Benoit there. All right. So anywho, so the team that I did some broadcasting for last year, um, we don't have any goalies re-signed yet. I'm definitely anxious to see what they're going to do on the back end there. I don't think that, as as far as I know, we only had two age outs, so Edstrom wasn't one of them, and that's certainly certainly a guy I'd like to see back with the team uh, this upcoming year. But we got we got three defensemen and five forwards, or no, is that six forwards now signed? So on the back end, we got Dason Anderson, who is out of Utah, and I think we saw him. He was he was a new signing towards the end of the season last year, so I didn't I didn't see him a ton, but um, I'm excited to have him back for this upcoming season. Uh, we got Blaze Ebbinghaus 
out of Breckenridge, Colorado in 04, who sadly had his, his season cut short last year, but was extremely fun to watch. He's got great speed and he's very good at working in, in tight spaces, like avoiding avoiding forwards and hits and stuff like that. So excited to have him back. Uh, we got a new a new defenseman, Gavin Colbuck. I'm assuming I'll learn what that how to say that one later, but he's out of White okay. Court, Alabama. Um, another 04 on the right defense there, um, and then up to the forwards, they brought back leading scorer Tyler Hansen. Very exciting. Um, Roberto Matias, the captain, out of none of it, uh, on the right wing there. We got a new forward named Alvin Kochlia. Uh, I don't know. We'll find out later, but uh, don't have <laughs> any more information about him other than he's forward. <laughs> um, we got Pacey Nelson, who uh, Dawson's brother, uh, Dawson Nelson, aged out, obviously. Um, and Pacey, Pacey was with the team for part of the year last year, so I'm excited to have him back. Um, looks like he's out of South Dakota, 04. Ethan Galvin re-signed with the team out of Thornton, Colorado, the man we called Chappie, uh, 04 as well. And uh, last but not least, Saku Sekiguchi um, out of Japan, who is Ko's brother, Ko's younger brother, who was with the, uh, I believe, the U18 team, uh, the U18, like, there's like a team below the Royals that plays in that's plays in Medford. Um, I forget what they're called right now, but uh, he was with them last year, so he's staying he's staying in the area, he's staying local, and uh, we get Co's brother. I'm definitely curious. I don't have any information of what's going on with Co. I know he he had a season cut short last year due to an injury, um, but I I mean I'd love to see him come back too, but I don't. I don't know if that's happening or not. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's your Rogue Valley Royals current signings at the moment. No, it's it's great to see a lot of faces coming back to the Valley. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's going to – and just seeing that I know that, you know, at least uh, Little Nelson uh, was there at the end of last year. But to, to see the – I think that says sometimes a lot about a team if, if you're returning um, younger siblings – to an organization that the that the parents trust the organization, so that's exactly. usually a good sign when you see uh, siblings signing with the same team. Um, that's uh, you know what I call a green flag because I see a lot of red flags in in junior hockey, so it's probably a good green flag. So yeah. uh, NCDC time, boys! Look at that, those <laughs> Ogden Mustangs. Yes, what do we got coming out of Ogden or going to Ogden. Yeah, actually, before we say that, because that was the most recent announcement, uh, there are two out of the six teams that haven't actually um, signed anybody yet that we can see, and that's the Utah Outliers. And uh, if we get any signings by the Outliers before September, I'll be stunned because they usually just keep everything so quiet. You never know what's happening. Um, so Outliers, you know, get it out there. Let us let us see some stuff leading into it so we can you know properly draft for our fantasy leagues. And uh, the Pueblo Bulls also have not made any public signings that I'm aware of. Uh, but, yeah, the Ogden Mustangs just made a signing literally probably an hour before we, we uh, recorded this podcast. And I was pretty excited to see who they picked up. They tendered Tristan Felix Tremblay, uh, the center 
Uh, out of Quebec, he's an 04, but he played with Las Vegas last year. And what? A dynamic and exciting player. Hugely great pickup there by Ogden. I'm excited that this is their, as far as I'm aware, their first tendering um, that I'm seeing come down. He had such, I'm telling you, like, he, I'm excited that he's going to be an Ogden Mustang. Uh, last year, he had time in the queue with uh, uh, Gatineau and uh, had also played up in, a, I'm not going to pronounce it, but it's the Dragons out of the QCHL. But then he joined the Thunderbirds for 16 games at the end of last year and put up, uh, you know, a, a, a fair 33 points in 16 games. You know, 19 of those being goals. And then in the playoffs, in seven playoff games, he put up another 12. So I think he's a little bit gifted in terms of uh, how to score goals and set up plays and make the right passes and have his head on a swivel. And uh, I think this is just a great, great pickup by by Ogden. If you can't tell, as a, as a Mustangs fan here, I'm a little bit excited that we, uh, we signed Tremblay. But uh, let's move on from that to the newest team in the NCDC, the Rock Springs Grizzlies. Sam, do you want – or actually, Steve, you haven't talked in a while. you want to talk about the Grizzlies? That's a statement that's rarely ever made on this show, but yes. I know. <laughs> if anyone yeah. listened to last week's podcast, I took a lot of shots at Steve, so that was a fun one. Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> All right, so we've got Owen Meyer out of Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. And we have a center, William Donovan, out of Zionsville, Indiana. Uh, Peyton Smith, another forward, out of Maryville, Illinois. And then Garrett Parker, out of Hendersonville, Tennessee. Yeah, really exciting uh, first signings there for Rock Springs. I'm excited to see the new jersey. Um, Don't make us wait, Rock Springs. Let's see what you got. And don't use the Boston Bruins bear. Please don't. Love of God. Oh, no, no. Have you seen the logo? No, I haven't seen the logo. Oh, Google it right now. It's beautiful. I'm hoping that they go with um, Utah, not Utah, sorry, boys, Um, Utah Grizzlies colors. That would be sick. I'm Googling it right now. You know, it's a Grizzlies, right? Maybe maybe something a little bit different in there, but otherwise I really love the Utah Grizzlies uh, jersey. That's my easy yeah, right? You like that? That is is vicious. That is a – oh, I like that. (laughs) Hey, Boston Bruins. (laughs) Like, heck, even the Vancouver Grizzlies logo was way better than the Bruins one. So, anyway, love that. (laughs) Love, love that logo. So, yeah, that's – yeah, next thing is colors. But, yeah, that's that's a badass logo. Wow. That's one you would definitely, like, you know, I would never really want, you know, I've never gotten a tattoo. But if I was a fan of this team, that logo alone would make me want to get it. So, anyway. Props. Fair enough. Fair enough. Then we got the Purple Predators, and uh, I'll take this one, Sam, and I'll let you finish it off with the Idaho Falls Bud Kings, if you're cool with that. Um, yeah. uh, I just had a really quick question, actually. Yeah. Um, so, are the the Rock Springs Grizzlies? So, is that are they going to be taking any players from their team last year, the prospectors? Or I mean, excuse me. Well, I know that they're related to Vernal, right? Like, or they were related to Vernal last year. I guess it's like, are they going to take any of their players from last year and bring them with them to the NCDC? That's my question. Um, they would have to be tendered because it's tier two. The players, um, because we were tier, uh, the Rock Springs prospectors were tier three last year, as were Vernal, and Vernal remains tier three. The players have to be tendered because they have to be that next level up because tier two is free. So these players won't be paying to play hockey. And so if, if there was any talent on the prospectors that the Grizzlies 
would want to grab, they can. But they have a obviously all these organizations have a myriad of amazing scouts out there that are finding amazing talent. So it, if a player, any player is available, there's nothing truthfully stopping the Grizzlies from going after like, uh, let's say Jake Meary wasn't a age out. They could have just grabbed Jake Meary. They could have tried to tender him at the end of the season and bring him over the Rock Springs. Now, I think because he was within technically the the Mustangs organization, I don't know how that legitimately works within there um, because I don't know if the Mustangs withheld rights or with, withhold rights because that player played with them the previous year, even though they were tier three. It's kind of a weird transition year for these teams. I know that uh, Provo tendered, and we'll talk about Provo, but uh, Provo tendered three Vernal Oilers during the season because they were going up the following season. That's completely, yeah, that's completely good to do because, you know, all three players were out of Slovakia and they were all amazing players in Vernal because they've got an amazing setup there in terms of uh, scouting and and just the the whole way Vernal's run there in Dino land. And uh, yeah, it's uh, nothing stopping them from tendering a player that is paying to play hockey right now. If they're paying to play and they're good enough to basically be tendered, yeah, there's nothing stopping it. So I don't think I could be wrong. So anybody, with, you know, we know we got Nick Dreyer there in Provo and we got Kenny Orlando in uh, Ogden and and so on. If I'm wrong and and, and Ogden with, would hold rights, like say hypothetically, because I haven't seen the combo, because uh, that would be the first player I'd be signing <laughs> if I had a tier two team. Uh, Emmanuel Nakambu off of Provo last year. I haven't seen anything to where he has been tendered. However, I don't know how the, the teams might know internally because there's six teams that hey we we're we're tendering them. We just haven't made it public. I don't know how that's working, but I don't know. But uh, but no, there's nothing stopping them from uh, acquiring players from Rock Springs uh, from last year. So if, I, if any players on Rock Springs, and I think there is talent that was on the prospectus last year that could definitely go tier two. So yeah, that's kind of where that stands. And then is for the NCDC is O three, like, is this the last year if there's any players who are O threes? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Oh, this is the age out year for O threes in junior hockey across the nation. So this is all their last years that they can play junior hockey. Uh, So yeah, this will be the last year for 03. So that's why I think this year's draft for the NCDC draft. And if anybody wants to listen in, me and Sam did an episode on the NCDC draft for the Western players uh, about a week ago. So definitely go back and listen to that one. See what the, see what players were drafted by these six teams. 06s and 07s, I believe, was this year's draft years. But that means 03s, 04s, 05s, they just need to be tendered uh, because they're too old at that point to be drafted for junior hockey. But that means they're basically, so to speak, free agents, tenderings and stuff like generally players go right back to the team. They, if they like a team, they're going to go back to a team they played on a previous year if they have a, if, they, if they have a roster spot. They still have to compete for it. I tell you that much. There's, I haven't met one of these coaches or GMs that is just going to let a player come back from last year without still competing for his job. Yeah. you, you got to prove that you want it or you're uh, that's it. So. The Provo Predators did tender three players from Vernal last year, and that's none other than Alex Rene Bartakovics, the 03 out of Slovakia, Philip Molnar, the 04 out of Slovakia, and Philip Lazani, the 04 out of Puchov, Slovakia. Um, and of course, and then Philip uh, Molnar from Bratislava. But uh, yeah, so those are the three players they had tendered from last season. 
They also acquired and tendered. And here's where I get to have some fun with names. I'm probably going to destroy because I see uh, Gianluca Bacardi. Could be Bacardi. Bacardi. Gianluca Bacardi, the uh, right-handed forward out of Fenton, Missouri, who's an 04. Nicholas Noble, the right-handed forward out of Lee Summit, Missouri, who's a 2004. And Jacob Flute. I think it's Flute. Or Flick. What do you think, guys? He's I have no. <laughs> I'm going with Jacob Flick. Jacob, reach out. Actually, Nick, reach out. Uh, let us know. And it would be but, Jacob, uh, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be Jacob? Jacob. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Uh, I love saying Jacob. So, yeah, you're right. It's Jacob. Sorry, Jacob. Uh, <laughs> we'll have you on for multiple reasons. First, last name, and your skill set. <laughs> going to have to get some of you Swedish goalies out there we communicate with to help me say some of the Swedish names. Uh, so uh, reach out. I need help with Swedish names. And all you French Canadians. You know what? ETA, reach out. I need help with uh, all French Canadian names. Seriously, man. Uh, but, yeah, he's an 04 out of Sweden. And then uh, they also signed left-handed defender uh, Gavin O'Hara out of Chicago, Illinois, who's an 05. So that is Provo's current public signings that uh, we're aware of here. So Idaho Falls, Sam, who is – Idaho Falls have been the busy bees of the NCDC. Who did they pick up? Yes, and really quick, as as I'm sure that you've talked about a million times, but the signings of both Bartakovics and Molnar, I mean, those guys put up just points for days in the in the USPHL Tier Three last year, and and those guys have unbelievable talent out of Slovakia. So, so very very impressive signings, and Provo might hit the ground running in the NCDC. Um, start from the back out like we do. We got Michael Polston, an 04 out of a uh, goalie, excuse me, from uh, Cedarburg, Wisconsin. Uh, we got defenders. We got four signings there. We got Tobias Omholt out of Bergen, Norway, an 03 left-handed defenseman. We got Wes Innes out of Bozeman, Montana, another left-handed defenseman, an 04. We got Bradley Boniface, I'm going to guess, uh, a right-handed defenseman Clover out of Clover, South Carolina. 05. Then we got Justin Taylor, a right-handed defenseman out of Rochester, Michigan. Another 05 as well. Uh, moving up to the forwards now, we got Robert Nolan, a lefty forward out of uh, Wallingford, Connecticut. 04, we got Kai Robinson out of Castle Pines, Colorado. 04 as well. We got Nikita Soloviev. Soloviev out of Mission Viejo, uh, 05, U.S. slash Russia, it looks like he's out of. Um, yep. We had Xavier Goodwin, a, full, a left-handed forward from Alpharetta, Georgia, 05. And then we got Adam Wismuller out of Slovakia, uh, 2006 signing center. So Idaho Falls certainly certainly getting some balanced signing so far. It looks like Chris. Yeah, they've uh, you know got what five forwards, four defenders, a goalie. So they've they've spread the wealth. They're they're building. I'm trying to think of who they signed initially at the beginning of the year, but um, uh, or, or or their first official signing. I want to say it was. I'm not sure. And this was one of the original guys. I'm not 100 percent sure here, but uh, but yeah, it, it's it's interesting to see how these teams are building. Um, you can definitely start figuring out where scouts are based off of signings <laughs> with some of these teams. 
Um, so it, it'll be exciting. It'll be really exciting to see the NCDC West. I'm actually extremely excited to see uh, these teams compete. And uh, I'm hoping they don't have to go to the East Coast but once for a showcase. Just saying. Um, and it would be nice to see some of those teams from um, from the East uh, make it out to the West for a showcase. And uh, honestly, Idaho Falls would be the spot to do that because – have you seen that arena? So um, I think it'll be, um, I, I don't know. We'll see. Vegas is still a pretty awesome place to do a showcase, but that's a premier level team for the moment. So I don't know. It's, uh, it's been really exciting so far. Sorry, Sam. No, I was just curious. Are any of these players, were they on the team last year that they re-signed or that they, I mean, that they signed so far? No, none of these uh, players were on the uh, on the roster last year. I know that they drafted a couple players, uh, but they have not, for what I am aware of, been tendered. And if they are, I just didn't read that one looking through Instagram and, and, and Twitter. <laughs> um, so if any players are tendered, you know, reach out. And if I missed any of these players, reach out. You'll be discussed in the next podcast, probably in about a month when we go back through some more signings. Um but, uh, but yeah, that's as far as I'm aware, I don't recognize any of these players from last year. Um, big apologies if I'm wrong there, but I don't think any of these players were on the Idaho Falls Bud Kings last year. Uh, but I'm excited to see the new Idaho Falls Bud Kings NCDC program, as well as the Mustangs, Bulls, Outliers, Grizzlies, and Predators uh, hit the ice. And uh, hopefully the fans show up. I know there are a lot of places the fans will. So a, a couple like I would love to see Rock Springs fill the house. I'd love to see Provo fill the house. Um, I know Pueblo is psychotic. Um, Ogden and Utah do very well. And I've never seen a fan base like Idaho Falls. So, um, again, Provo and Rock Springs can fill the house. They've proven it. Um, it would just be nice to see it on a little bit more consistent basis and, uh, you know, kind of. Kind of embarrassed those East Coast teams a little bit on how uh, popular, um, because this even applies in the Nall, just how much they can fill these arenas. If anybody's been watching the Nall playoffs, like, unbelievable what, like, Lone Star and and Shreveport and all these teams can just do filling these arenas. And um, it's exciting. It's fun. It's great to have these full barns for these junior players, you know, fighting to get to the next level because some of them will make it. Um, it's proven NCDC and all players have been drafted and are in the NHL. And it's, uh, it's exciting to see um, them at this level. And it'll be exciting to see them moving forward, potentially be drafted by national hockey league programs. Indeed. Yeah. I would love to hear the Dumino squad, for example, getting oh, bumped up to the end. Oh, yeah, the trio, right? Yeah. Yeah, forget the Swedish twins. We got a triplet. <laughs> we got triplets. They need to make this happen. <laughs> you got to get them on the podcast. <laughs> and I also yeah, like Steve, this, Steve uh, has talked with uh, with uh, with Daddy Dumasno there. Dumasno. Great great guy, you know, hockey guy. Uh, you know, we talked, I think it was two hours we were on the phone shooting the breeze about just hockey. His sons and, you know, hockey in general and everything else. So, um, you know, and it's cool because, you know, when we do get him on, he gives, you know, he'll give the sense of how hockey is in Arizona as well. Right. Because of all the bad rap it still gets and all the stupidity that's out there. So hoping the arena deal for the Coyotes gets settled here in the next seven days. 
and they, that could be put to rest. And yeah. Um, yeah. I uh, would love to have, like I said, love to have him and his sons on just uh, to, to, like, to go over hockey and their views on things. No, that that would be a cool episode, and we uh we have to get that lined up. But uh, no, it's it's going to be an exciting year. Uh, I'm ex- I'm super excited for it, and um I'm seriously I just now I'm just chomping at the bit, and it's it's May 11th, guys. <laughs> what am I going to do for the next few months? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm ex- <laughs> I just want to watch hockey, man. Um, yeah, you get to um, watch oh, yeah, I clips guess the- and live vicariously through me right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I st- I'm still dropping episode highlight or not episode, but uh, game highlights um, from this season. So I'm, I'm still doing little flashbacks throughout the season. So it's it's fun and and, and listeners definitely check those out on uh, on Instagram and Twitter and the the goalie features that we're dropping on TikTok that also bleed over to Instagram and Twitter. But uh, we do want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in. Be sure to reach out if you're in junior or collegiate hockey worlds and wish to get on a future podcast. Also follow us on TikTok at Pigeon Hockey Podcast, on Twitter at PHH Official, or on Instagram at PHH Podcast to let us know what you think. This is the Pigeon Hockey Podcast with Chris, Steve, and Sam. Have a great one, hockey fans. Have a great day, hockey fans. And remember, listeners, always clear crease.